This podcast is brought to you by our supporters at Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash dissecting the 80s to find out how you can get more than 25 bonus episodes of this fine show, as well as a host of other delightful things like our monthly newsletter that lets you know some stuff we've been watching, as well as a sneak peek at what's coming up on the show. If you're a person who likes to watch along with the movies, uh, that'd be a way to give yourself a little bit of a runway on that. Visit patreon.com slash dissecting the 80s to find out how you can get all this bonus content for just $5 a month or more if you want to, or also less if you want to, I suppose. Visit patreon.com slash dissecting the 80s and learn all about it. Welcome to Dissecting the 80s. I am Trip Lano, one half of the Mega Podcasting Powers. And with me, as always, is my tag team partner, a man who knows that you don't bring home mystery clocks from houses that you were tearing down, maybe, maybe not on ancient burial grounds, maybe, maybe not forsaken properties. The Macho Man. Andrew Lano. Although I have to say, it's actually a cute clock. Like, uh, it, it is... It has its charms, but uh, I will. I will. Well, we're gonna get into this uh, quickly. The uh, the very clearly the prop department like made these little cute sun and moon. Uh, you know, wish they were explained at all. Things, but but the but they as you see the clock go, you see the paper tearing and breaking, oh, I did, which I I didn't catch you, that. Did you not no, notice I didn't. this? But also, old oh, clocks yeah. are like that. I feel like. Well, I feel like on an old clock, it would have been not – so what What very clearly was happening was, as a person who's made many things in his life, it was the um, – I broke my pen. I'm so sorry. There's nothing to do with anything. But I was like, why is my pen not working? Oh, because you broke it like a complete imbecile. Okay, cool. That's why my pen won't write. Uh, sorry, folks. Breaking the kayfabe. You know how when you, like, glue something onto a piece of um, – not poster board, the more sturdy stuff. The foam, board? Uh, foam core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was very clearly that they like made this little thing and they pasted it to some foam core or glued it to some foam core and then they put it in the clock where it actually like well, you spun. Would, in they a probably circle. just glued it onto the actual spinning part of the clock. It this to me looked very much like a piece of foam core with a printed photo glued to it attached to some sort of mechanism and what was happening was as it spun clockwise the leading edge of where they glued this thing to the poster board was like rubbing up the corner so just the right the corner there was was fraying yeah yeah i will give it credit it's a nice looking clock just like the lamp was cool looking yeah no the prop department works actually my secret theory of this movie is that the reason why it looks good in addition to the fact that it's k and bfx uh, the my sneaking suspicion, my Pepe Sylvia theory for this movie, if you will, and I have lots of evidence to back this up. We're going to be talking about it throughout. There were some people involved in this who were like, I'm so fucking tired of making these cheap movies that are like destined for Cinemax. You know what I need to do? I got to get into making fucking commercials. You work nine to five. Your day is done at the end of the day. You don't have to carry it home with you. There's no stress because... Every time there's something in this movie that could have been a shot from a commercial, like an in, there's a shot later of like an insert of a soda can spinning. Oh, yeah. There's uh there's uh, at one point this fucking kid Rusty eats a complete balanced breakfast, he, like yeah, according right. to commercials. I thought about that with the stuff. And it's and, stuff. Sh- 
it's shot exactly like you would shoot a commercial breakfast. So there were the people in the props department and maybe a camera operator. Maybe it was a second AD. I'm not sure. Somebody involved was like desperately putting together their commercial reel. So that's my secret theory of this movie is like periodically throughout it. You see the evidence of this, uh, of this, uh, this ambition. Uh, So we watched Amityville 92 colon it's about time because January is when the studios dump out all of their horror trash. And we thought, you know, there's some franchises that we've had some fun with in the past. Maybe we got to do some revisiting, check some things out, see how they're doing with some of the new things available to us with our new rules. So uh, this is one of the canonically actually real Amityville movies. Amityville. Oh, is I a, made a game a for later for you. Oh, okay. All right. Wonderful. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, so, uh, with that said, we watched Amityville 92 colon, it's about time. And you know what that means. We gotta go back. We gotta go dissect the eighties. It's about damn time. When the mega powers explode. I'm talking about the eighties. Great Scott. Cream of the crop. Oh yeah. Mega power, yeah! When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> I mean, you could drop in Lizzo if you want. I don't think she'll sue us over th- over three seconds, but... Oh, sure. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have that song easily available to me to oh, drop in that. at your back. I ripped from YouTube. So here's why I was intrigued about this movie before I learned anything about it. I was like scrolling through. That 1992 uh, was in the title inexplicably? Yes, 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 yes. And what here is my theory on this. I think they were trying to make sure they could differentiate it on like the TV guide listings. Oh, so would you have, I mean- if you would stop putting stupid long colons after your movie title, the parentheses yeah. year would not be so hidden. Yeah, or or you could, you know, do the thing where you just make the movies sequential and have a number. Yeah, I wish we weren't allergic to that now. I really do. It yeah, that, I was just having this exact conversation with my wife about the Spider-Man movies because I don't know which one is which. The, yeah, it's genuinely confusing to me, the, uh, what the hell's his name, Tom Holland ones, where it's Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home. And I was like, there is no logical order about which of those words is the Because first. Homecoming would be the last one. Far, right. you would far think. From Home, No Way Home, Homecoming kind of has a flow to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not to say anything about those movies in, in particular, some of which I like, some of which I didn't. I've only know, seen the one, opinions, the Venice one. Letterboxed. So, uh, my wife watched the first two on a plane recently. When you say that, okay, I need you to then, be, you're talking- The Tom okay, Holland ones. You. The Tom Holland ones. We're talking about Tom We're talking about Spider-Man, I believe, six, seven, and eight. Is that right? Three Tobey Maguire's, two oh, then, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. and then three Tom Holland's. Okay. So, it was Spider-Man six and seven. Seven and is the one we I've seen. we were trying to decide what- Yes. Um- Six is pretty good. Uh, seven, I didn't like so much. And eight, I liked the first time I watched it. And then this time we watched it on the play. And I was like, boy, howdy, this is made of tissue paper. Um, but, you know, you get to see some of your old friends, which, you know, I'm, I'm not immune that's to. The one I, I actually, that's probably the construct. one I wanted to see the most where all the people come back. Because I was like so excited yeah, yeah. for um, oh Octavius, Alfred Molina. Yeah. Hello. Alfred Molina. Peter. 
Melina, Melina and Defoe. And it is so glaringly obvious seeing Melina and Defoe in this one who get like center stage because it's like very obvious we never did better than them for, for these Spider-Man yeah. villains. But, but it's so obvious that like you need a character actor who is told to go swim in the river of ham. Like mm-hmm. that is the ideal Alfred villain of a Molina, movie. It's like good sir. Yeah. Right. But Defoe too, who like I Defoe is one of those guys who's maybe slightly more famous than character actor, but character actor is the slot he most logically fits in. See, but I I don't even Molina know what f- I would like categorize Defoe as. My my instinct is not character actor for Defoe. Right, cuz we don't really have them anymore because like no. the the yeah like Defoe isn't a star but he's a guy who's been the lead in movies yeah, yeah, yeah. right but he's not he's not like he Defoe is not opening up your big movie but he can open an indie like I right? feel like, like he's got I feel like Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage is to star what Willem Defoe is to lead like they're in the same vein sure just something yeah one sliding door was different for one of them, and so one of them became a star, I feel. I mean, also, Cage is, I mean, he's an older man now, and so he's, you know, not exactly as hot as he once was, but Defoe was never as hot as Cage no. was. There's a, that's your difference. But right also, there. like, there was a, ve- like, Nicolas Cage is like buying an avocado. It's a very small window where he was good to go and hot. Yeah, I feel like he was hot. I think he was like kind of sexy even when he was like losing his hair. Before he started doing the wigs, I feel like oh, yeah. you're, you're, like even like Gone in 60 Seconds, Nicolas Cage is like pretty attractive. I don't think he's like hot, but I think he's like, you know, a handsome enough leading man type. Uh, and he's got the juice, I would say. But uh, he's got, you know, his whole thing is all the IRS stuff and the shitty movie after shitty movie, just like trying to pay his bills, which is like, hey, man, if you got to do it, you got to eat, yeah. you know? Um but, the, but, like, Defoe is a really interesting case, I think, and he is sort of unquantifiable in a way that, that I think everything you said is right. But, like, he is sort of character actor, right? Like, if you think of character actor as, like, recognizable face if you like to watch movies, can put him in a small part and he can do really well, or her, can put him or her in a small part and do really well. If you gave them the opportunity to, to be able to stretch and go, they'd be able to stretch and go, but they just don't get those opportunities. And Defoe is one of those people who gets the opportunity, but I feel still, I still feel like I think of him as a character actor, which I agree is wrong, but I just, that's sort of how I think of yeah. the guy. Characters case, are hard to pinpoint, I feel like sometimes. Yeah. And, and they also don't really exist in modern stuff. Well, like Lizzie McCarthy, like the, I would say, is a character actor. No, she's a star. She's got, she's but open You can like be both. Movies. Like to me, a no, 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 no. See, that's 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 where I hard disagree. Stars are not character actors. Character actors are not stars. See, I think they can be. I think a, to me, a character actor no. is a kind of actor, like someone who, like, you're thinking of character actor in the terms of like SNL character. No, just in ter- like to me, a character actor is like they're more f- like funny, like they're very memorable in their performances, like. I think if you're a character actor, you're not supposed to be billed higher than fifth. And I think Defoe is my edge case where it's like, he's opened some movies. But I think Melissa McCarthy is an outright star. See, I do she, too, but like, I think she's a character actor star. I, I I, just don't think that can exist. That don't make no sense to me. Because uh, I feel like, again, character actor is... Like, Genie doesn't get made if Melissa McCarthy isn't like, yeah, I'd like to play a Genie. Obviously. So that's like a character... Like, if a character actor was like, I'd like to be in this movie, they'd be like, yeah, of course you would. 
No, but I'm I'm using character to me. Character actor describes like what kind of roles they take, mm. like comedies, okay. like big big swings, very memorable. Yeah, I I yeah I I disagree with you, but that's fine. And uh, I don't have a great like I'm trying to think of people from like the old times. So, like Paul Sorvino is a character actor. Sure, sure. So I've like calling Melissa McCarthy and Paul Sorvino the same type of actor doesn't compute to me. But I I I understand the words that you're saying. I just have, I don't because to me it's way. like romantic lead and character actor are like two distinctions of actor to me. No, no but there's like five thousand other ones. Obviously, but I'm like in the in the basis terms like like a character. If you're thinking like a like let's go traditional rom com, you have two leads who are the romantic stars. Leads. Yeah. And then you have their best friends, mm-hmm. and then you have, like, they go to a scene at a diner, and the waitress is, what's that lady from Glee? Jane Krakowski? Nope, that's- No, th- th- it is Jane, but it's not Krakowski. Jane Lynch. Yeah, and Jane Lynch is the Jane Krakowski is a great character actress, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Jane Lynch is the diner waitress- and she's like a little bit funny and sassy and they go to her in the beginning of the movie and they're on a date and she like sees them together. And then at the end of the movie, when they've broken up and the guy goes back or the girl goes back and they're sad or whatever, they're at the diner and she gives them a little piece of advice and then they go to the other person. That's a character actor. It's like two scenes, whatever. And I feel like in a in a normal Hollywood world, Defoe probably is in that slot, but he's too good of an actor. So he he. Outgrew I it. guess, but I also like Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids. To me, is a character actor role. She, she, yes, she. Uh, boy, we're splitting hairs. To me, that is an ensemble actor. <laughs> oh which boy, is like, when you when you get into well, I'm saying that's an ensemble movie. Like when you get into an ensemble movie, the all secret bets are word off. is pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Bridesmaids is not is, is is a tough one to put in the box that I'm putting it into. That's all. I just don't think I don't think Melissa McCarthy is a character actor. I disagree. Sound it's off. Fine. Sound off, everyone listening. I'm, yeah, I she's too big. She's a she like she is a. I think you can like, be both. Title. You, you aren't a character actor if your name goes above the title, which obviously also disqualifies Willem Dafoe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just not. That's does it. That's not how yeah, I do it. Char- yeah. You're, it sounds to me like you're saying they excel at playing interesting characters. Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's sort of like okay, this because because this is I think this is a jukebox musical thing, where it's like I think the definition of jukebox musical is bad, but there is an established definition, and so despite my thinking it's bad, it doesn't matter. So like I think there's an established character actor definition which you are substituting with not a different a, thing but, but like think. when I was in college for theater we talked about character actors st- like basically was like hey you're not tall and fit get ready to be a character actor like that was just sort of how so, it went. so maybe maybe in maybe in the theater it has a different connotation i guess it's possible but it seems weird that it'll like, be that I, wildly yeah. different that wildly different there there's like a documentary called hey it's that guy or something very similar I, I, to I, uh what do i know you from i think because uh, yeah judy greer's yeah. in it and i fucking love judy greer yeah, so like Judy Greer was a character actor, now has sort of sl- slid up to Defoe territory. Okay, to the point where we forgot so, like, she fucking died in that one Halloween movie. Yeah, I fully yeah, yeah, yeah. forgot she died in the end of the one. And I was like, did they kill her off screen? And my boyfriend was like, no, she died in the last one. I was like, oh, 
Yeah, she, it was it was like the very like final moments of the movie. Spoilers for Halloween like two, I think. The 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 bells have stopped tolling midnight. It's just the echoes of the bells, and they're like, we gotta yeah. get one last kill before the echoes or the final yeah. echo, the final bell of midnight. <laughs> the last peal of the last bell reverberates. Uh, anyway, that was a ten minute discussion about character actors, which is uh, a nightmare because I have literally the longest set of notes. Do you I've really? For I mean, I enjoyed this movie, oh my but God, it was yeah. not that long. Yeah. Uh, so we do indeed start with a full two minutes of uh, black screen names credits with the pendulum and swing the, of a clock. And the pendulum going isn't even speeding up, which would be nope. way more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did, wait, did you want to play my game at the beginning or the end? Um, I think we can do it now if you'd rather do it. If you would rather do it yeah, now, we'll get it out do it now. The, the energy will be higher. Yeah, okay. so, I have a feel like I know what this is going to be. Yeah. So basically, because Amityville is a real town, and because yes. Ron DeFeo Jr. was a real person who did actually commit crimes in the 60s or 50s, I think. I think that's right. Se- I think it's the 60s. Because the 70s is when the they moved in. The movie came out in 79. The se- 70s is when the, movie- the, the Lutzes moved in. So I'm assuming 60s, okay. 50s. And then because the Lutzes are real people, I guess there's like, it's hard to copyright. Well, it's also the fact that the, like, before there was a book, I think there was news articles about it and yeah, stuff. So it's like, it's, weird it becomes nebulous. like, it's nebulous. Yeah. And basically, it got to a point. And you also cannot copyright Amityville. Because like, it's a real Amityville place. It's like trying to co- copyright yeah. Philadelphia. Like, it's, right, it's a city. Right. Um, so I, I think basically the rule was that, like, you couldn't use the Lutzes. Like, they had a, yes. whatever production company owned that copyright. But Amityville Horror was free game because it was an actual historical yeah. event, quote unquote. Yeah. Well, you specifically can't say Amityville Horror in that order. But you can say the Amityville. The horrors of Amityville. Like, you can get weird with it. Yes, 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 but that's that specific title would have copyright, but not anything so like a So there have variant. been upwards of 35 Amityville movies made. I I think there are genuinely several hundred. Well, on the Wikipedia page, I, I there was a great catalog. So I'm going to peel back the curtain here. There's a a running series on I want to say it's one of those like nerdy horror sites with a title that's embarrassing to say out loud like a like a Dread Central or something bloody like disgusting. that. Bloody disgusting. Yeah, bloody disgusting. Where a pretty good writer uh, whose name I wish I remembered was running down the Amityville movies like watching all of them and they were doing too two many. two a month. Agreed, agreed. But I ran into them ran into the article because someone posted the one about the, the one lamp. with Bella Thorne. That oh yeah, did. yeah. The yep, we did that little chat thing for a million years ago that I'm not sure still exists. Um, but that, that movie is still in this. my 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 purchases on my Google account. Yes, you got to you could download yeah, it for yeah. free, but it counted as a purchase. So yeah, which yeah. I'm sure was to skew uh, some I, numbers. Oh, for sure, for sure. But they spoke very. The writer spoke very highly of this one, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" But they they were running down the whole thing. You just ran down, and it was like I think they had like more than a hundred that they had found, like very cheap, very shot on video. Like somebody like got their five friends together, made a movie, and put Amityville in it, so it would appear higher on searches on Tubi or whatever. Yeah. So, so I was using the Wikipedia, which is I guess okay. ever so slightly more verified, even though like more than yeah, I will say. More than half of the entries in the list of Amityville movies did not have a clickable URL. So you cannot ask yeah. me any questions because I do not okay. have information. So okay. three rounds. 
Each round, I'm going to give you three okay. titles. One of them. Okay. You tell me which one's not a real Amityville title. I'm picking the 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 one. The you fake made one. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Round one. Holidays. Okay. Amityville Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Amityville Labor Day Barbecue. And Amityville Thanksgiving. I'm gonna hide my face so you can't. I don't. I'm I'm looking I'm looking away. I'm looking. I, I'm covering the camera closed. so you're fine to look at me. Um, the last one was Thanksgiving. Yes. All right. My gut instinct is Labor Day Barbecue. Christmas seems so obviously it, and Labor Day Barbecue seems so obviously fake that my instinct is to say Thanksgiving, even though Amityville Thanksgiving feels right. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna go with that. I'm. I, I. I think you. I. My heart of hearts says you made up Labor Day Barbecue, but I want it to be real, so I'm gonna stick with. I think you made up Amityville Thanksgiving. Labor Day Barbecue is the one I made up. Because I was like, if I throw barbecue in there, <laughs> Too many it words. feels like that. But like, it's Long Island, Labor Day, the, yeah. there's a lake in one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. You'll forget that this movie, t- these movies took place on Long Island, by the well, way. Well, we we don't know. I, I do, couldn't tell you if any of these movies took place on Long Island. They could be. Well, that's where Amityville in New York I'm is. I'm aware, but this, this movie we watched today was in Amityville yeah. that took uh, place in California. I think I think that the, the styles of this house could fit in on Long Island in 1992 just yeah. fine. Okay. Uh round 3 um NASA, I'll say is the category. NASA, okay. We have Amityville Aliens, The Amityville Moon, Amityville in Space. All right, I know that last one is real. Uh what was the second one again? The Amityville Moon. I'm going to say that the Amityville Moon is the one you made. Up. No, that one's real. Amityville Aliens I made up. Oh, okay. Fun fact I'm doing poorly. There is an Amityville in space, like you said. Yeah. There's also Amityville in the hood, so they kind of went with a uh, leprechaun moment. The, the leprechaun, yeah, yeah, the leprechaun trajectory. And then this last one, um, we'll say potpourri, because I don't really have a category. Okay, potpourri, okay. got it. Amityville death toilet. <laughs> that was Amityville death toilet. Death toilet, <laughs> got it. Amityville gas chamber. I know that one's real. And Amityville Vibrator. <laughs> That's gotta be real, too. Death Toilet. What, the middle one was... Gas Chamber. Gas Chamber. I'm gonna... I, you know, I thought Gas Chamber was real, but uh, I... <laughs> I think you made up Death Toilet, but I'm gonna say Gas Chamber is the fake one. Trick question. Those are all real. <laughs> Haunted Vibrator is honestly kind of a fun. There's idea. also an Amityville Emmanuel, which I don't know is a li- I don't know if it's a a licensed Emmanuel fra- uh, <laughs> franchise. Emmanuel is like the softcore porn from France, right? Yeah, I think so. It's it's what they, uh, like the the joke on Seinfeld, um, the one that they turned into a musical on Seinfeld. Uh, oh, um, Raquel Minsk, Rochelle, 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 I think. Yeah. Yes, uh, the uh, the Emmanuel movies I only know of because when I would research for February, it always popped up. Well, and one of the directors that we've done a bunch of his stuff on has directed a number of those. Okay, well, while we're doing weird movie things related sure. to this, uh, I I was looking up, I was trying to verify my th- theory of. Oh, the you win a, oh, you won, you won two windows full of bugs. By the way, oh, that was your good. <laughs> That's ex- exactly what I wanted. Uh. I, I was looking up one of the uh, people involved with making this movie when I was trying to verify my this theory one. that somebody was 
Yes, because I was like, someone was trying to get themselves some commercial jobs. So I was like looking up uh, the the people that have made this movie, hoping to get the, uh, you know, the job making commercials. And so I um, actually, the more you talk about that, that feels really practical to be like, look, we're going to make a very cheap movie. But in it, you actors, can you also like. We're going to shoot a couple scenes that aren't real for the movie, but we're just gonna, you're just going to stay in the, like, it's the breakfast table scene. You don't have to get up. You don't have yeah. to change the lighting. Can you just, like, smile and eat your breakfast? And then I'll cut it together yeah, exactly. as if it's a, a, a commercial for Frosted Flakes or whatever. Yeah, I feel like if you're in, like, the second week of the shoot, that's, like, a very, very possible thing to do. Like, you've made, you know, enough friends. It's like, hey, can I just can I just shoot this for my reel? Do you mind? Like, I was, I was, I'm trying, I'll edit it I'm myself. trying to work, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, as I was doing that, I looked up, uh, you know, several people who worked on the movie and the, and the uh, you know, the camera operators and stuff like that. And I discovered this series of films called Blood Fist. Which I believe are are like martial artsy okay, based God. on the covers alone. They're like punches and kicks. So uh, th- this film franchise started in eighty nine. Bloodfist uh, went to n- Bloodfist went to ninety six. Uh, had uh, eight entries uh, wow. between that, and then in two thousand five they had the like oh we're bringing it back. So Bloodfist, Bloodfist two, not very interesting. Then we start getting wild with our subtitles. Bloodfist three forced to fight you should have waited till four (laughs) blood fist four die trying blood fist five human target six ground zero seven manhunt and that one has like a guy in a bullseye on the cover was anyone famous in any of these movies i don't think so and then eight was trained to kill and in 2005 we had blood fist 2050 oh well uh, Don Wilson is uh, an American martial artist, an eleven-time world champion. Hmm. He was the guy in the original Blood Fist. Okay, but these all look. Billy Blanks also in the original Blood Fist. Oh, shit. You know the Tybo guy. Uh, oh, so, I should also mention know, that some... like a good two-thirds of the Amityville like movies have been made since 2010. Yes, yeah, they are really cranking them out as of yeah. late. So, so anyway, in this one. We got a new house and an old lady walking by the house. Florida looking condo, like oh yeah, it's it's got a real um, uh, like Miami energy. Yeah, Florida, Miami, uh huh. Yeah, like if the Golden Girls went to a house and it was this in a late season, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. But it has just like full porn set energy between like how the actors are performing and the way the sets look. And then the thing I couldn't get enough of with this house is every single room is the boldest maximalist choices of wall cover, wall um, paint or wallpaper. Yes. So that allegedly in uh, in IMDb, it says that the set deck guy purposely designed the house to feel uncomfortable like a twisted okay. version of a 90s suburbia and i was like twisted i'm like yeah but like edward scissorhands is a twisted version of suburbia yeah this does not feel yeah. twist this just feels like someone's mom would have been pretty happy to move into this house yeah so like dad comes home and it's the dad from monster squad i don't know if you clocked oh i thought he looked familiar pardon the pun um He's gotten he's got a lot of stuff to chew on in this movie, and boy howdy is he chomping. 
Did yeah, yeah, sure he is. The he brings in this clock and he's showing it to his kids and then an ex girlfriend. I was so like it, it was whiplash trying to track this relationship for the first seven minutes of this movie because I was like, oh, that's the wife, and then all of a sudden yes. the conversation was like, oh, it's it's not a wife, it's a a girlfriend, it's a second wife, it's an ex girlfriend. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Who like seems to predate the wife? It's. This is like a real How I Met Your Mother situation. Yeah, it seems quite confusing. It's it's like he sat down, Rusty, and I forget Lisa. what the, other, the daughter's name is, so I'm going to say Audrey. It's oh, Lisa, Lisa, ironically. Uh, you said you call this movie The Room, so Lisa. Oh, yeah. This, 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 I will, before we go too far into this, I will say I'm heartily recommending this movie. It is batshit insane. It's like The Room. If, if hearing us recap it is going to take anything away from you, I recommend watching this. It was a hoot. I don't know if you feel the same it's way. Fun. If you don't, that's fine. It's you wild, but it's fun. Yeah. We'll get into it. It's, I, but I, like, I, so I'm going to recommend this movie early and then you guys, you know, can decide if you want to listen. I have or, qualms or that I, I think, I, I wish. It is not a perfect but it's, movie, it's like, but it is I, a wild so ride. so much time on the effects, and, like, yes. it's very much a an Avatar situation. Like, you spent $3 billion <laughs> to pay... You are the only person in the history of the planet Earth who has ever compared, compared Amityville 1992, the, It's About Time, to Avatar. and James Cameron's Avatar. Because, but, hear me out. <laughs> I'm all yours, hear me baby. Out. You spend $4 billion to pay ecologists and computer designers to build a, uh, an actual functioning ecosystem that doesn't exist. You create it from scratch. Uh-huh. And then you spend $3 and a lollipop to get a script filled with unobtainium. What was can't getium too hard? Can't so reach this is where I This is where I tell you that unobtainium is a real science word. Okay, well, it sounds stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't disagree yes, with you at here's, all. You know, one I of the first the things I learned as a designer? It doesn't matter how real it is if the audience doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because I, I showed a design, and they were like, well, why does this look like the 70s? And I was like, no, no, that's what they wore in the 40s. And they're like, no one else knows that. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not designing for HBO yeah. here, kid. Like, people aren't looking for right, the truth. Right. Right, right. Doesn't right. matter how no, real it is it, and accurate. Also, just like make something up. It's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my problem with unobtainium. I don't care that it's real. It sounds stupid. Yeah. Clavanium. There you go. I made it I, up. Yeah. The first thing that came to my head. Just make it up. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. I mean, look, the Avatar movies are to be experienced in 3D in theaters and nowhere else. That is my staunch opinion. I am. I was so mad. Oh, this I watched the I watched the water one that just came out or came I, last year. I was like, I was like, do not waste your time doing this. You are going to be so mad at me because you're like, you said it was good, and I was like, no, I said going on the ride was good. We had to take several what I several did. breaks because I'm like, this movie is four hours long. At that yeah. point, make it two fucking movies. Give me it's three hours and twenty minutes, and I could have done another. 45 minutes with the whale in the middle give me give me double double take take the whale part double it i mean sure <laughs> if me it was a god but like honestly even if you double the whale still split it up into two fucking movies oh yeah double the whale keep it as one movie and then in another year give me another movie that's just all whale give you're not getting all whale. whale i hate to break it to you kid <laughs> no the next one's gonna be the fire people i can't wait yeah, so it's tree people, water people, fire people, and then what, like sand people? Uh-huh. 
Um, it's a great question. Maybe air people, like people who live high in the in the but don't high, the, in like the high I thought elevation? the Avatar lived high in the mountains. I thought the Avatar it's like jungly, so but all... like they're floating mountains too, and they fly on the banshees. But but they don't live up there. I'm saying they live up where the banshees live. No trees, uh, just rocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're the air people. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they maybe they have wings. I don't know. Oh, that could be. I think mostly I'm just very curious what uh, the fire people are going to look like. Like what? Red. <laughs> One would think red. Well, it has to be because the other option is black, and we're not doing that. <laughs> red and black are the fire I colors. Think if you, I think if you made them like... Nope. Black like car paint you know, or you like, cannot you certainly cannot because that's what blackface was blackface was literally color. like yeah, a burnt cork yeah. so you can't yeah. do that at all they have to be like red and yellow well, they, I think I feel like I feel like if you played with red yellow and orange you get to some cool ass looking people could, with the avatar style it could be interesting I'm just mostly like what they're also not people they're they're creatures I suppose yeah. but yeah I think you get some cool shit going. they're it's like I, it makes sense that the water people have fins, like they're are webbing. Like what? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Evolution happened to make them be water people. But like, what the fuck would a fire person have? Like I a think flap it's not that covers that their mouth and nose. When, when I don't think they're literally. I don't think they're literally fire people. I think they live near a volcano. Is but my that's guess. what I mean. Like what? So, but they have to be like we are. So, like are I think different. Jake's, I think but the same. I think Jake Sully and his family show up and Jake Sully is like sweating his ass off and having like hallucinating visions. And because all this stuff is ripped off of the indigenous culture of America and other places, uh, like I just recently learned that um, several of the indigenous tribes in the Pacific Northwest have like a real similar relationship to the whales that live there on Earth as the, what they have in this Avatar movie. Like, yeah. it's very, very clearly lifted from this. I did uh, think it was think weird that Kate be... Winslet was running around doing a weird accent that was close, yeah. but not the same. Yeah. But but I have a feeling it's going to be like a sweat lodge situation. Like, we're going to be doing, like, sweat lodges and visions and shit like that. Oh, I, that's too close to Native Americans. I hope not. <laughs> oh, snow people. But... That could be fun. Snowvatar, I love it. That'll be that can be six because there's there's four more coming. I I think there's infinite coming. I think there are literally like the everybody, including the people on this podcast, both of us, not just you. And this is not a dunk on you; it's a dunk on us. Was like no one remembers this shit, and then it went and made just like fuck. Did you, it buddy. really? Avatar two made two billion dollars. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought no one gave a or shit. Or like thereabouts. Oh, no. Everyone gave a shit. It made insane amounts of money. It made more. Like, there were single days of Avatar that beat whole movies last year. Like, big, not insignificant movies. Oh, I had no idea. I just assumed no one gave a shit about Avatar. Oh, no. It was it was like the big, most successful movie of the year without question. Really? Like, not even close. Yes. More than like Oppenheimer look- or Barbie? Mm-hmm. What, probably about as much as the two of them. Huh. Is it because the tickets uh, are so it, it expensive? Made the, the the global box office for Avatar The Way of Water was $2.32 billion. Well, now I'm curious. Look up Oppenheimer and Barbie. Now I'm curious. Oppenheimer, Barbie broke a billion, but barely, and Oppenheimer only got to like seven fifty. Is it because Avatar tickets are so fucking expensive? 
Is that why? That's a big that's so part of the reason people didn't think Barbie was going to do that well is because uh, it didn't have premium format tickets, so they stuck it out in IMAX just the other day. Mm-hmm. Barbie did one point four four two, and Oppenheimer did nine fifty three, so just under a million. So Avatar almost made as much as the two of them combined. Wow, I stand corrected. Yeah, so massively successful. Uh, I was, I delighted in seeing it in IMAX and I would happily go do it again. But anyway, uh, <laughs> this movie has a weird script. I agree with you fully about that. You spend so uh, much effort and time and money on the effects. And then the script, they were just like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he, he comes in, he's got this stolen clock and he shows it to his family in a room that is painted like goth phase purple. It's very strange. Like it almost looks like the Flintstone. Remember the nineties Flintstones movie? Uh-huh, it almost uh-huh. has that vibe, even though there's no like natural rock looking things. Like the color yeah, scheme yeah. of this house is kind of that. Um, but he says, he says he uh, someone sold it. The guy who sold it to him said it probably came over 200 years ago on a schooner. Which like I don't think yeah. those are schooners. Schooner sc- schooners are very small. Yeah, boat. I was like, do you mean like a galleon? <laughs> like relatively, the relative relative to ocean crossings, I think a schooner is pretty not a small. good choice. Like you meant like a galleon, sir. Um, and and also, if you're out there and I'm completely wrong, like the schooners were making crossings. I don't think the schooners were the primary. Yeah, it, it's weird that he, to pick that. Um, but then immediately after goes, it was practically free. We got it from a demolition site that we were a house we were demolishing. I was like, so which what was it sold to you? Yeah, who who did who did you pay? Yeah, did like some const- uh, hey boss, what you want me to do with this thing? Throw it in the garbage? No, I actually want that. Well, now it's a hundred bucks. <laughs> so apparently, this the idea is that this clock came from the exploded lamp house. Yes, which is wild to me. <laughs> when it should have been continuity. a cat. They told us it was going to be a cat next. <laughs> it did tell it would be a cat next. Also, the the fact that uh, I didn't realize that connection until you just said it, but the fact that they have that like black goo all the time also is from the clock movie. Well, I think it's from the original movie. I think I think. Black goo is like an Amityville. Black goo and bugs. Yeah. The two bees. Yeah. And incest. Well, the bib. The bib of Amityville. <laughs> be, Black be goo, gib. incest, and bibs. And bugs, rather. <laughs> um, also, I I was, as we were watching this, there's a scene that comes up, as I was watching this, we weren't watching this together. There's a scene that comes up later, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot these movies always have, incest. have incest. And then they didn't. And then they didn't do incest, and I was like, oh, cool. Like, they didn't do incest. And then, like, oh, just wait. real incest. Just you wait. <laughs> Buckle up, fucking They had an incest fake out. Uh, Are you aware of a, of a, I think it's a, it's books and also, like, neighbor TV movies. Flowers in the Attic? It's called Flowers in the Attic. Okay. So, have I have ever, never Have you ever Googled, uh, Google image search the woman who wrote Flowers in the Attic? Because she looks no. exactly like you think she would look. <laughs> oh man there's like eight uh, movies of those too Andrews, is that her name yeah there are my co-worker uh talked about it once the she 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 was like recommending a book to me and she was like look i think you like this book but also i have to warn you that uh there's like kind of this weird like incestual flowers in the attic thing going on and i was like flowers wait in the attic. flower i don't know i don't know flowers in the attic and she she started explaining it to me, and then she left, and I spent like a good hour reading the entirety of the Wikipedia's. Oh my god, yeah, you're. She not looks exactly like you would expect the woman who wrote flowers. Yeah, to look. yeah. Holy moly! 
There's one uh, where they're like yeah, adults. The, uh, There's like because Lifetime got a whole got their claws into that franchise. Yes. It was like we're yeah, milk. Yeah, we're milk and blood from this stone. It it goes so wildly off the rails into like like there's incest and then they get out and then they have a child together and they get like, married oh, like and they like they run off yes. and have a secret life together so no one can know that they're their brother and yes. sister and then their children like in one of them I think their children get weirdly close to each other and it's just like what is happening. Yeah. Uh, I love the effect of this like old lady walking down the street who we later find is like kind of like a witch Doc she, Brown she, yeah, friend of l- Rusty's. Not enough of her in this movie, gotta say. No, not nearly enough witch Doc Brown. Yeah, I loved her. Um, but she she like is looking at the house from the outside and it, it does like a cow cow flash of lightning type thing where suddenly the house looks like the Amityville house and it's just like this it does a super tight zoom in on her eyes and then the house eyes air quotes and then back and forth and then it's like oh no it's just the house in this Miami style but it has two windows up top and I was like yeah but they don't look they like don't look eyes like the, the eyes. way the our house growing up had the two windows like that on either side of the the fireplace doesn't look like eyes yeah right also obviously this is the franchise where there was an evil lamp so like i get it but yes in the context of this movie being like a reflection of evil a mirror a haunted mirror would have made a thousand times more sense than the stupid clock uh Mike, uh, uh, shit, uh, uh Hill House guy. Mike, Mike Flanagan did, had it made it. Yeah, it's a pretty solid Haunted Mirror movie if you're in the mood for that. I thought it was very I've good. seen clips where she thinks she's, thinks she's biting an apple, then thinks she's biting a light bulb, then is biting an apple. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of stuff like that in it. And also, weirdly, was produced by WWE Studios, but it's not like they shoehorned a bunch of wrestlers in it. It's very It's like how, uh, uh, Mel Brooks produced The Elephant Man. And you're like, yeah, honestly, like, oh. yeah, because like, th- so like most of their most of the WWE Studios movies are like bad direct to DVD actions movies with their wrestlers in the main like roles. a leprechaun movie. And then there was there was like a couple where they were like aiming for legitimacy. There's one with I want to say Halle Berry. It's like a thriller. Oh, wait, is it the one where she's the only wrestler? Yes, 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 yes. And like the only wrestler there, maybe there's more than one, but there's like a couple of wrestlers who are just guys who work at the call center. And that's I it. like that. Like that's all they like put it. They put a couple in there, a little sprinkle or like know, a little. I'm assuming the, the, I'm pretty sure I, in the clips, it looks like they moved into a house in Oculus. Like get a couple of your wrestlers to wear moving company T-shirts. Absolutely. And carry yes. boxes. in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I my hunch is they just bought the finished movie and then distribute it went from there. But I yeah, I did not look any of this up. And also, we're not here to talk about that. So who cares? Um, the uh, the woman who's not his partner is a bodacious babe. Uh, I kept thinking she was Jillian uh, Anderson. Jillian Anderson, I'm offended on behalf of Jillian Anderson that you think she was in here. I d- but she is definitely supposed to look then a little. That's bit who like they were going Vegas. for. Well, it's funny. Uh, she wasn't doing X Files until '95, so maybe not. Oh, well, but yeah, I just—it was just—it was just the style at the time. Yes, it was. Um, he's real creepy. But they do her. a full-on. Well, they do a full-on baby. It's cold outside, and he's like getting closer. They're doing like mouth talking, like close talking. And yeah, like, I mean, he's being a little creepy. I don't disagree, but she is fine with it. I, it's. There's not a which again. There is like, not a part of this. She wouldn't be IRL, <laughs> but she's into it. And then it's this like uncomfortable, awkward, sweaty, naked boning. They're so sweaty. And it looks like they just came you out do of not pool. see people get this. 
Yeah. You do not see people get this way. I actually, I there's like a couple of sex scenes in Oppenheimer. And Isn't I remember thinking, like, like on a table during a fucking deposition or something. There's a scene where Emily Blunt imagines the sex scene happening in that room, but it's not. It's I, not I, know, I knew that. I just, yeah. 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 But like <laughs> you're watching these two go at it pretty vigorously in Oppenheimer and you're like, they didn't have air conditioning yet. Like these two actors should be quite sweaty. And they're not. Yeah. These two actors, however, dipped in a pool. They got, they got either water bottled down or it was just actually hot. I think there. it was probably just actually hot. But like it's it it literally is like as if alien you described sex to aliens and then they made a scene like the sounds they're making don't sound like pleasant sounds. And then <laughs> it, the, the movements they're making don't look like normal move. It's just not pleasant to watch. She, the, I will say the one thing that they got right, which, uh, you know, bringing back the room is she and he are at least relatively lined up properly. It's not like in the room where Tommy was always like thrusting at this woman's midriff. Oh, I have it. Actually, I don't know that I've seen the room. You've never seen the I don't room? Think I have. Wow. I know all You're, the stuff, but I've never seen it. It's it. It would be wildly uncomfortable to watch together because of how many sex scenes are in it. But it is one of truly one of those. You got to see this at least once. All right. My wife's sister is not a movie nerd person, and she saw it and thought it was really funny. And we almost watched it once as it was like her and her husband and myself and my wife. And I was like, wait, hang on. There's like a lot. Because like the last time I watched it with a group of friends, there was a bunch of us there. And then one person was running late and they texted him. We're like, I'm going to be there like 45 minutes late. And we were like, well, we're just going to start the movie. We're not waiting for you. And then this person walked in with a new partner who we had never met before. <laughs> and it was just, and it's, it's not just like a quick sex scene. It's like, careless whisper. Yeah. It's, it, it is illegally not careless whisper is what I was trying to do. Uh, it was a very careful whisper because they did not want to. They did not want to legally infringe upon the melody was that chained. song that you didn't pay for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so these two are thrusting away, and I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna get like a lot of nudity in this movie." And that's it. It's just this one scene. It was very cl- clearly like you got to check a box. You got to get some tits for the international distribution and late night Cinemax. Mm-hmm. Um, he falls asleep immediately, and after explaining that the clock kept him up all night last night. Again, we like they don't keep the clock. Right. Yeah, this is like an incredibly simple solution. And this this part feels very puppet master to me. Yes. All of a sudden, we can't it, it, it was not oriented well the shots, but we see like right. a, a door flip open as if it's a cuckoo clock and then a claw comes out. Mhm. And then we see and the woman Andrea coming down the stairs after just boning. And then we see a drill press come out of the clock. And as yes. soon as it Andrea creaks on the stairs, it freezes and like it doesn't have eyes, but you can see its eyes like looking over its shoulder. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was like, in my And it's it's like drilling itself into the mantle so it can't but be taken. But it's not, down. it's drilling itself into the back wall. Because I thought it was the mantle, but it's flush on the table. What do you mean it's flush so, on the table? I thought it was you inside know how Cogsworth the clock has like feet. And then there's the gap underneath. Yeah. This clock doesn't have the gap underneath. This clock is just like flat on the bottom. So it's got to be behind oh, I it. Thought it was, I thought it was drilling through the base of the clock into the mantle, but maybe it was into the wall. Unclear completely. Yeah. But also it never, it's not like it ever comes up. Like they do try to move it later and they just can't move it. It's not like you see the drill. 
yeah, it's so strange that it it literally drills itself, which just feels so, I don't know, real. Like, for a magic clock, yeah. <laughs> like, why wouldn't it yeah. just magic yeah. itself to the fucking mantle? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it could have just fused to the mantle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, Rusty shows up, and he feeds a Pop-Tart to a dog, which is insane. I, I Google so much of what can you feed dogs before I go deer a dog. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the answer for me is meat proteins exclusively. If it's not that, I don't chance it. Although, no, because uh, well, dogs can eat, like, carrots and broccoli and stuff. My friend's dog does that. And then... I'm sure that's fine, but I don't own the dog, so I'm not taking that risk. Well, the best is my friend, I just went to her Christmas party. Uh, she has four, like, husky-sized... They're not all huskies, but they're all, like, that uh. size big. Like, they're very friendly, but they're just, like, walking around. And I was like, oh, you... You probably sh- you should put like uh, a bowl of dog treats on the table so you- we can pretend to feed them table food and whatever. And she was like, "Oh, we don't we don't feed them treats and we don't give them table food." And I was like, "Really?" And she was like, "Yeah, they're they're curious because there's people in here, but they don't give a shit about that at the table." She's like, "Watch this. Go stand next to the fridge." And I was like, "What?" So I go over and stand next to the fridge, and it has one of the ice the door water ice machine things. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I stand there, her one dog comes right over and sits and looks at me. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? And she was like, hit the ice button. So I like, re- I like hit the ice button and then reached into the ca- like the, like alcove and pushed the lever and an ice cube fell down. And when it bounced off the bottom of the thing, the dog caught it in midair. She was like, <laughs> she was like, he does ice cubes. That's, that's the only treat he gets. He loves crunchy water. Oh, Hey, you know, if it works, it works. Um, this is where I, I first started formulating my theory of the commercial the person, can. you know, the commercial reel, because Rusty drops a can and it's like a perfect spiral. I thought that looked spray. kind of like spooky Nickelodeon. Like that would be a shot from like, are you afraid of the dark? Oh, totally. Yeah. I was just imagining it as the like, it's wacky spinners, you know? Oh, you like it's a commercial for like tops or something. Oh yeah, I mean, like I was imagining it as like a kid's drink that spun, like you spun it around before you drank it instead of shaking it. Oh, okay. Um, but so comes in grape and red cherry, you know that kind of radical thing. orange, probably. I feel like there's always radical sure, orange. Sure. Um, radical red, r- radical ruby red. Exactly. Don't don't name a fruit. <laughs> don't name a fruit. There's no liability. <laughs> that's fair. A fruit. That's fast. That's fair. That's fair. Um, that's why I always say my fa- like f- icy flavors are red and blue and Coke. Like there's, yeah, stop it. <laughs> um, but he, I I do say blue raspberry because that's not a real thing. It is. That's true. The black raspberry and although are black raspberries a thing? Black raspberry real thing? Is it okay? But does it taste different than a regular raspberry? I, that I don't know. But are it seems like a real fruit. Maybe I am. I know. I, I just I, I fully know. know blue raspberries aren't real. That one I do know. No. Yeah. Yeah. But yet Rusty, this dog comes and he opens the door, lets it in the house, feeds it something, and it like goes into the living room and then he like grabs it by the collar and he like puts it outside and he's like, all right, go home. And I was like, well, then whose fucking dog was this? Yeah. I was completely mystified when he put the dog outside. I was like, wait, why'd you do that? And then he sends it home. I going to knock me over with a feather. I was like, what? Like, the, I understand, the like, clock. you might throw a treat to your neighbor's dog, but, like, you're yeah. bringing your neighbor's dog into your house? That's weird. Right. This unhinged behavior. Yeah. And the dog is, like, a regular in this house. Yeah. Like, it's, it, the dog walks in and Norm goes, hey, peaches! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
the the clock as Rusty observe it observes it is showing him like a medieval. He room like turns off like the flipping. lights and it turns into a medieval inn or castle. Yes, yes. Like it fully looks like a point and click adventure. Like oh, for sure. Click the sword on the wall and it falls. Yes, yeah. Uh, also, I forgot to mention the Kitchelodian. The, ki- the Kitchelodian. The kitchen is painted a color <laughs> which I have dubbed Nickelodeon yellow, which isn't a real thing, but I think you all know exactly what I mean when I say Nickelodeon yellow. It's like the neon. It's like if, if you if you could imagine a children's program made by Nickelodeon that had yellow as a primary color, it would be this shade. Actually, Blue's Clues was. I think the walls in Blue's Clues were yellow. Yeah, this is to Nickelodeon orange as as yellow, you know, as yellow is to yellow, so to speak. Um, we get a couple of classic movie things here. Um, we get the classic business of people making their coffee in the morning, and it's eighty percent sugar, and a, which is also a shitty father and son relationship. Which, like, oh, yep, yep, out of left field. Which is weird too, because as they were having like post coital talks. The, the woman who was taking care of the kids is like, ah, you might want to be a little worried about your son. And he was like, hey, he's a tough kid. He'll be fine. And I was like, well, wait, you don't know what she's talking about. Like, what? Like, what is it like, did the mom just die? Are we still dealing with the fallout of a dead mom? We never really get an answer. No, but then he, the the dad is standing on the stairs in the dark when the kid sees the um, the medieval tavern. And he's like, what are you doing? I asked what you were doing down there. And it's like, I don't it doesn't sound like porn was happening or like drugs. Right. Does he smell like weed? Yeah. Like he was getting a snack. Come on. Is there man. powder under his nose? Like, come on. Well, it's because like we see the kid in his room listening to his metal music and playing guitar, but the window's open and I was like, oh, is he supposed to be smoking? And then we see no evidence no. of that. The movie didn't care to show us that he was a delinquent. They dressed yeah. him like one and they yep, didn't yep, do yep. anything else. Because he, like, skipped school to go play chess with his spooky old lady neighbor. And it's like, well, yeah, that's not yeah. delinquency. Like, right, that to me doesn't right. read delinquent. Sorry. Right. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's very fun. It's very, very silly. He skipped school they, to they, deliver they, bong 100... rips and donuts in the mall parking lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's delinquency. <laughs> they handed the director the catalog of cliches for teenage dress. And he, like, flipped through and was like... All right, for the daughter, we want to go with a classic prep, and then later, kind of like a sexy uh, rebellious <laughs> phase. And then they <laughs> they flip over to the boys section, and he was like delinquent, and they're like, "Okay, so do you want to add on the druggy kit?" And he was like, "No, no, no, we can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, we just want this. We just want this pile right here." And then he gets arrested later, and magically gets home. Like it, it is so baffling. All the choices that, they made. It's. R- really really strange uh obviously this movie was like cut to shit to make it fit to the 92 minute yeah. runtime and like you know whatever and also to be clear i do not want this movie to i don't be want to longer. be longer at all but like the 90 minutes you <laughs> gave us could have been clear also did yeah. you notice that all of the ziploc bags that they were using lunch for were gallon size bags like, yes everything yes. was in a gallon bag very clearly, they went over to Crafty and asked for bags, and Crafty was like, I have gallon-sized bags for storing the leftovers of the, the lunch meat things that I've made. <laughs> this yeah. tray of lunch meat. Exactly. Um, and then, sorry. Bold of you to assume there's a tray of lunch meat and not just like a bunch of Lando Frost bags. No, I'm pretty sure. It, I'm thinking it's a tray of lunch meat, and it's got that sheen. It's got that the, patina. The ham's got the green, the green iridescence. Yeah, the patina on that one. Yeah. Um. I'm going to ask this a lot. Did you notice uh, how much fucking glassware they had? 
Yes. It's like they were in a restaurant. It was like they had champagne flutes, <laughs> white wine glasses, red wine glasses, coupe glasses, uh-huh. martini glasses, and cordial glasses, and a set of eight of each of them. And I was like, yes. what? There's nothing left. There's no room left above your island. Yeah, and also like, when are you serving eight simultaneous martinis? Because all we've seen is that the only table, like eating table, we see is a back porch table and the kitchen mm-hmm. table. We never see the di- the formal dining room. Right, right. It's wild. Uh, so the dad goes jogging to a mystery pipe depot. At which point, he sees a neighbor who he had seen earlier uh, standing there with her dog. It's Peaches, the dog, dog from earlier. Is- Yes, the uh, the pop tart uh, orange soda dog. Uh, That's which, a Nickelodeon like, no wonder. show. Yeah, yeah, uh, and the dog uh, really gets a hold of this guy. And like as I said, this is the KNB. That's the Craig Nicotero. Uh, shoot, I just forgot the other two guys' names. Very famous special effects guys uh, who you know eventually split off and sort of did their own things. Perhaps did some collaboration. They rubbed this um, dog in strawberry jelly. Kurtzman. Kurtzman Nicotero and I forget what the B is. Anyway, yes, this dog gets covered in strawberry jelly and it's a puppet at one point, but the dog gets like a really big bite of the thigh meat of this guy. And then they very clearly switch it to just like a pillow. What I is, I I thought what we actually had was a pair of sweatpants full of hamburger because this dog is going to town trying to get in. I figured thing. it was just st- stuffed sweatpants that were like filled with dog food. Yeah, I, it's funnier to me to imagine it being just like very cheap hamburger. That's true. I need like 14 pounds of ground round and he's just jamming <laughs> it into a sweatpants. Well, I think it, <laughs> in terms of what the movie can afford, I feel like that's a lot of and ground then, round. Well, 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 then Crafty came over after and like separated the dog parts from the non-dog <laughs> parts and that became the chili I mean, for the As long as you're day. cooking it, right? Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of good stuff with no pants fuzz or dog drool on it, all right? I'm making chili for tomorrow. So he... So, by the way, I'm making chili for the day you're shooting your sex scene. It's the <laughs> perfect aphrodisiac. I got three crockpots. Have fun. <laughs> I'm gonna suggest maybe depends under the blanket, <laughs> just in case. We are also providing shredded cheese for the top of the chili. <laughs> And it is sour cream that is more sour than it should be. <laughs> I bought it at the closeout grocery store. It expires in three hours, so better move fast. <laughs> it's going to move fast through you, that I'll tell you what. I have to pause for two seconds. That always, like, if this food expires on the 25th and I eat it on the 25th, is it, like, expiring inside me? <laughs> well, like, at what point? What- do you want me to lead into the bit or answer your No, this question? is a real question I'm asking, though. <laughs> Most food expiration dates are Calvin Ball. Or what? Like, completely nonsense. Like, the rules don't make any sense. There's not really a clear delineation for it. A lot of them are made, like, more for legal cover-your-ass purposes than anything else. Because, well, like, what I usually, f- I mean, I tend to follow them, because it, it, especially if it smells weird. Of course, Normally, it's, yeah. like, but yeah. that, that's the point it starts to smell weird. If it's, like, a... I'm, I'm more talking about, sorry, to be clear, I'm more talking about, like... A can of soup, a box of crackers, or whatever, more so than like meat, which I don't play games with yeah. after having had food poisoning more than once. Yeah. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. If this expires today and I eat it today, is it like expiring in my system? 
whatever when you ingest it the acid in your stomach is so powerful that it would just probably it doesn't matter it, it once you have consumed it it is no longer able to expire because it has been like flash boiled by acid inside you. i guess but not all food does that not all food gets that treatment inside you i mean, I mean it all goes in your stomach yeah but then acid. it comes some of it comes out kind of whole so <laughs> yes uh corn corn husks or whatever aren't able to be processed by your body yeah that's fair that's just these are the uh, questions yeah no yeah uh so anyway he's get this dog is chowing down on this is it's like Cujo. pair of sweatpants full of, of loose ground round loose meat and then loose the meat is, we, can't, we brought it back to a classic it's loose meat it's ladies loose and meat. gentlemen welcome to the stage loose meat <laughs> it's funny i think I think of it as an improv group, and you think of it as a stripper, always. Every time this comes up. I mean, I like, obviously, Loose Meat does sound like a, a hipster. They're really trying to reinvent long-form and short-form improv. Like, I can hear him. <laughs> but I just like Loose Meat as, like, I like stupid stripper names, or burlesque names, or whatever. All all improv group names are from some bizarrely specific inside joke that three quarters of the group doesn't remember either because they weren't in it when it happened or because it was not that funny and they forgot. Yeah. That is my experience. Except for mine, which I made by suggesting that we take the first letters from everybody's name and see if we can make a word out of it. Could you? And then we came up with jackets. Oh, that's fun. Okay. We had we had to add letters, but that's, I was like, it's probably vowels. You know, we do jackets. It. Yeah, yeah. I think we had like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But we we were we were jackets, and then the tagline was comedy to keep you warm. That's fun. I like that. But like other ones, we would be on a bill with like thigh meat, uh, the 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 society of blank, and then something like loose meat, <laughs> mm-hmm. raw hamburger, a lot of flannel and beanies. I bet. Yeah, a lot of flannel, a lot of flannel. Not as many beanies. It was mostly guys like me who weren't wearing beanies indoors. Oh, okay. I hear that. Um, so he stabs this dog puppet in the face a whole bunch of times. It's really nasty. I like um, almost got concerned the... for the puppeteer's hand. Yes, yes, yes. But then we cut to we're in the hospital and the doctor's like, "This is my. You know, this is really here. Gotta... Let me do a dramatic interpretation of this hospital." Visit. Okay, okay. This man was attacked viciously by a dog. There's a very big concern for rabies. Or he should leave now. Get out. <laughs> like, uh, what? Yeah. He has good insurance, so that's not the joke. Like, right, well, so apparently rabies shots are very painful. But even if he doesn't have rabies, shouldn't you monitor him in case he does? His jaw locks up or oh, he gets a scared of water or something? For sure. Sh- well, once that happens, you're dead. Oh, is Which it is really? why... Yes, so that brings me to my next point, which is, give me the fucking rabies shot. Why are we talking about this? Yeah. Like, I've I've had several painful shots in my career. HPV shot, oh boy, was that boiling vinegar shot directly into my arm. Just shoot me up with whatever, if it'll help me. Yeah, I'm sure it hurts, but I'm not rolling the dice on anything. Okay, fine, we can verify if this dog had its rabies shots, I guess. I don't want to trust it. What if that lady's lying? Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Because, like, Cause, is yeah, there a downside symptoms- other than ouchie? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is apparently very painful. But, like, once you once you have any rabies symptoms, you're dead. Like, that, there is no recovery. Really? I didn't know that. There's, there is one case where a person, like, recovered. And I'm using the liberalist of air quotes because, like, I don't – I think they were vegetative for a long time. Like, I don't think they ever 
like recovered, recovered. Wow. Yeah, you dead if you get rabies. So get the shot. Um, it's a really, really gnarly leg wound. It's we really see it well for the done. first time. We see it for the first time here, and it's just like some deep cuts in his thigh meat, and it's like clearly not covered up at like all. Like they use like a, a skull imprint or whatever to make the, the, yeah. the bite wound. Yeah. Looks great. Million bucks. And every time we see it, it looks more and more disgusting. Oh, it is the pus. really gnarly. Yeah. Uh, also, PSA, don't pour hydrogen peroxide on a wound. Don't do it. It doesn't do anything. You should use it to clean blood out of clothes, though. I thought I thought there was some case for, like, immediately using it. I, I, every time like, I see it, they're like, don't, don't bother, because that bubbling is not... The bubbling is not its healing, like we were led to believe. The bubbling means it's getting rid of the blood. That's all it's doing. Oh, okay. So, like, I thought it was like, I thought it was that the whatever's in there eats tissue because uh, a fun thing that I have done several times is uh, when you're an apartment renter, a lot of times there's not a lot of drain cleaning happening. Mm. Uh, so, cleaning the drain can be annoying. So, if you swirl it down the sink so it like runs down the sides of the pipe it will like eat a lot of the goo that's in there oh i didn't know that yeah um but yeah because i got uh blood all over on my suede thigh high boots that i used to be for an alexis rose number and i was like i how fuck i just bought these boots and my friend was like oh throw hydrogen peroxide i was like they're fake suede and he was like "Uh, yeah doesn't matter so literally you put a little like a cotton around or tissue Uh behind dab it on dab some hydrogen peroxide on another one and just press them together and when you pull away you'll see it bubbling as it eats up the blood and then it, it's gone it's like my miracle yeah. cure for blood yeah i've i've used it for clothes as well it is it is uh definitely very useful uh so we we get a weird pov misdirect that turns out to be rusty playing chess with this old lady that we mentioned the spooky old lady like a witch uh, and so she starts asking him questions about this medieval castle thing. And he keeps being like, it was old and decrepit. And I'm like, my dude, have you never seen anything set in a castle ever movie or television? This was like, a medieval it looked like a castle. Just say it looked like a castle. Move on. Uh, we cut from that back home with the dad from Monster Squad and his bodacious babe, who is now having to play nurse. And this poor woman is like... We broke up. I came in to do a favor for you. Now I can't leave this fucking house. Like, I'm I, I, I'm it. That's it. Like, I'm going to help you. And then I never want to talk to you again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, meanwhile, he's turning into a vampire. She goes to open the curtain. Well, isn't and that a rabies like, thing? I don't. I thought rabies was water. I didn't know about the sunlight sensitivity. I thought it was both. I, I believe you. I just don't know. Um, so they go to the neighbor to be like, hey. I hope your dog is okay. Does your dog have a rabies shot? The neighbor's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And they're like, your dog attacked my ex-boyfriend and he said he stabbed your dog in the face. And the woman's like, you're insane. And she brings the dog out and he's there, not hurt at all. Yeah. Which begs the question, what bit the guy? Was it the clock? I think, well, the clock probably made a thing, made a creature. It would be better if we saw, like, the, you know how they do the, like... The psych flashbacks? The moment... The, I was not thinking of the psych. I was thinking of the, mo- the moment in the movie where the person realizes that, like, the, they've been dead the whole time or whatever. Oh, the dropped have, coffee like, a bunch cup. Of flashbacks. Yeah. I want the clock, like, Audrey toing around and doing <laughs> all of the crimes. But it can't because it's it screwed itself into the mantle. Well, I know, but I want it to... That, that is, like, how it sprouts its little legs. It, like, has little minions. 
Um, it has it spits out tiny clocks or gears. It opens up its. It's better if it's like really like clone tiny clocks, like a cartoon. Sure. You know, yeah, a no, cartoon no. like a a dinosaur and a, and a and a tiger have a baby, and the baby is like very clearly half of each. Yeah, uh-huh. I want it to be that. I want it to be half the lamp from four and half this <laughs> clock. Um, but so they learn that it wasn't the dog that bit bit him, and Andrea mm. is the the woman. I don't know if we said her name yet. It's just like unfazed by the fact that it is. This was not the dog that bit him. Yeah, and like, and so this, this means wh- he might have rabies. You dumb bitch. Yeah, yeah. Like, go g- immediately call the hospital and get a rabies shot. And also, there's this is like one of many scenes with Rusty and the bodacious babe where it very clearly seems like they're gonna about they're about to have sex. Oh, I did not get there is like I got like a weird pornographic like energy from the two of them all the time but he starts being like this is just like the song that my band wrote and he he gives the name of a fake band skull crushers quotes 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 lyrics from a fake band this is like one of my biggest pet peeves in fiction of any kind like i Sometimes I read a book not long ago where there was like a fake band in the book and the band's lyrics were like printed in the book by the author. And I, I'm always just like, hey, if you were good enough to do songwriting, you wouldn't write novels. Like, well, no, because it's basically just writing poetry at that point because you don't have to write a yeah. rhythm. Well, if you were good enough to write poetry, if you were going to write poetry, that doesn't stop a, a lot of people. So I, I just it's like. Get this out of here. I don't want to read it. It's trash poetry. I don't like it. And then this kid is like singing the song. And the lyrics he says don't even really relate to the situation. The that first much. like cup rhyming couplet related. And then after that, I was like, all right, this is not a tight five. This is not an elevator pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here with your trash music. Uh, Meanwhile, the dad from Monster Squad isn't in the bed, but the bed has had three. It's got one can of cream corn and two Campbell's tomato condensed in there. Yeah. Dumped into the bed. And he's like sitting at his. Not not there are cans of soup, but there is like a huge puddle of gore. Yeah. And uh, from his gross ass leg wound. And then he's like muttering to himself, playing with the houses in his model development. Yeah, he's having like the full on druggy existential dread happening where he's muttering to himself and throwing things. Yeah, it's it's just I think this is what bores me the most about these Amityville movies is that like mm. father figure gets possessed. The mm. performance is always the fucking same. Yeah. And like, sure, they're decent, but like I it's the same one every time. Like, give me something a little yeah. different. I'm with you on that. I think the the way that they try to go different is like by changing the other pieces on the board, which I don't think is all that different. But I will say, I don't think I've ever seen the original Amityville Horror. We talked about maybe watching it this month, and I like I looked up how long it was, and I watched a trailer, and I was just like, I just don't know that I'm gonna like. This. I've seen like, the Ryan Reynolds unlikely. one where he's shirtless chopping Same. wood. Yeah, but they. I'm with you. It's like. Amityville 2 is weird. Amityville 3 is weird. Amityville 4 is weird. This one is bonkers. Like, how come none of them ever went, like, Stepford Father? Sure, sure. Like, that to me is so much more interesting than, like... Oh, like, it starts with a shitty dad, and then he becomes, like, Mr. Perfect, uh and that's what's weird? He's, like, working at the Sparks factory, and, like, Uh alcoholic, his shirt's all stained, and then after he gets into the black goop and the bugs... uh. 
he's got like a suit and tie on, his hair's combed mm. over, and he's like, I like making it. Moves. I like it. And then, because yeah. then it's harder like to be like, there's something wrong with my dad. And it's like, well, what is it? Well, he's a caring father who goes to his job now. And they're like, <laughs> he stopped drinking. He stopped hitting me. Like, ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a more interesting yeah. version. It is a more interesting version. 100%. Uh, we go down to dinner where we're having a couple of kid cuisines. <laughs> I miss kid cuisine. You you miss the idea. Yeah, of I don't. Well, I, I know that I could go buy one, but I would rather just get like a different frozen meal at that point. I miss the concept because they were like a treat. Yeah, no, it was like a very rare once in a while you got a kid cuisine. When you saw that that blue plastic tray, oh boy, uh huh, and that the dumb little penguin. I, his name is Casey. Put some respect on his name. You know the dumb little penguins, dude. Yeah, as I okay, watched, how I, about it? I recently watched, I stumbled upon a YouTube video of this guy reviewing kid cuisines. Is it the one where he rage quits? No, he he eats all of them, and he's just like, these are gross. And then I, at, this, I, I, at one point, because some of them have mashed potatoes and some of them have pudding, uh-huh. and so he thought, he kept like getting confused which one was which. So he put <laughs> he put the color change. I think he put the color change sprinkles into the mashed potatoes and stirred them around. Oh. It was like, oh no, these are mashed potatoes and they're sweet now. <laughs> oh, I remember re- watching this guy who would do like frozen meal reviews, and uh, it was helpful at the time when I was eating more. Uh, I had a weight with a frozen, you know, diet entree for work lunch phase. Uh, and the this guy was helpful in determining which ones are good, but he like reviewed a kid cuisine one time and he just was like, I this is like so barely food. Like, how is this a thing that we're feeding? You know what? I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and he never posted another video. That was it. Oh, he really? Quit. That was the end. Yeah, it was like I I can't do this anymore. Wow. Bold. The weird brownie that uh, gets so microwaved and not cooked the right way, and it's just weird and uh-huh, crispy. And the edges are weird. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say they should make kid cuisine for adults, but I think that's just a Hungry Man dinner. Yeah, I think that's a Hungry Man dinner, is what you're describing. I love those being like, over one pound of food. That was always the <laughs> Yeah, and over 5,000 grams of salt. Grams, not yeah. milligrams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, one of you the saddest- cut off your clothes counters. after you eat a Hungry Man dinner. One of the saddest uh, checkout things I've ever been behind was a guy with two Hungry Man dinners and a small bottle of shampoo. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Um, There's a really cool- I can't read my notes. Something eats a something? What, what, is my, what is my note here? I was going to talk about the cool time loop, stuck in time feature. Oh, okay. Because I have to say- Is this before or after? Is, it, this, is this the one with the Pepto-Bismol wall? Yes, I think so. Okay. Because- <laughs> I have to say, because my brain kept going Lizzo, it's about damn time. I didn't, it didn't process the fact that it literally says it's about time. So like, yeah, the movie does what's on the tin. If yes. you're too stupid to remember that, it's kind of cool when it happens. Yeah. Because um, what's, it's like, it's like, you know, I call Star Trek for the one with the whales. Yeah. <laughs> this is Amityville 1992, colon, it's about time. The one, no, literally. The one about time. Like they should just do the friends naming mechanic yeah yeah the one with time um because andrea's like oh i need the phone book and then rusty's like oh i'll get it and he's talking this whole time that he's like explain like talking about like dogs eating people or some bullshit 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, oh, Poodle Eats a Lady story. Yeah. That's what my note says. So yeah. he goes into the other room and gets the phone book, and he's talking the whole time. It's like a good performance. And he comes back, and the room is pitch black, and no one's at the table. And then Andrea comes in in, like, a robe and a towel, and she's like, oh, where have you been? And I was like, that was well done. Yeah, yeah. It took me a second to realize what was going on. Also, she says she put his dinner in the fridge, which, like, come on, Andrea, you didn't need to save the kid cuisine. But second, you didn't think this, like, towel and sexy bathrobe had, like, a porny energy? Like, this wasn't about to be, like, a... No, because it wouldn't be towel. If, if they're doing porny, I feel like the hair wrapped up in a towel doesn't read porny to me. But the bathrobe is, like, kind of a sexy bathrobe. I don't. I thought it's. I found it sexier on her boyfriend. <laughs> later. Well, we'll get that's there. perhaps. Uh, that's perhaps uh, just a indicative of your preferences between these two. No, but I, I think the way she was wearing it didn't feel. It felt more like I don't know shoulder pads on her than on him. I don't know. I was like, is she gonna hook up with Rusty and the guy? Um. So she takes the phone book, and she needed it so that she could call her boyfriend. I'm sorry. In yes. 1992, you didn't know your boyfriend's phone number? Yeah. In 2023, yes. You don't know. You will remember three phone numbers that you remembered in childhood and have burned their way into your brain. But yeah. She doesn't even have need to have it memorized. Like, people carried around a little book with phone numbers in it. Oh, that's true. They did. I forgot the little black book. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I remember our childhood home. Number. And both of our parents' cell phones. Those are the three numbers that I've that have like been branded on my brain. I remember the our previous house too. Do you really? Yeah. Oh. It's it's five two four two four oh two. Okay. That was without the area code, right, right, right. Yeah, I was I was I was trying to give a little bit of that and I assume that number is still functional, but please don't try to But also suss like out our area you code. probably didn't need to know the area code when you were No, I didn't in that, Not when back you were then, in that house. No. I, re- I remember when that was instituted. Yeah, it was weird. It was. I remember being annoyed by it. Um, there's a weird. The I think it's the sister Lisa who says stuff like this, but um, she like literally out loud says "hubba hubba" a couple times. She does. The, yeah, she's like calling your boyfriend. You says you're calling your boyfriend "hubba hubba." Ha hubba. Yeah, and I was just like, what? This girl is like peak. Ugh. I roll age, not this. Like, but that's, this, I think that's the, the wrong thing. age she's, of actor. She's supposed to be like engaging and preppy and, and sweet. Right. Um, she lets Andrea. Also, also, all of them are trying to guilt Andrea into staying. Like, the two kids are like, what are we going to do without you? Our dad's a deadbeat. It's like, this ain't my fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But then she later says they were almost my family. So it get, I, I it's not clear. It's not as right. clear as it should be. No. But Lisa says, hey, Andrea, you can sleep in my bed. I'll sleep on the couch. And when she's on the couch, the ticking clock is too loud for her. And she fully puts her hands all the way around it to try and pull it off the wall and can't. And I was like, so you didn't feel that it drilled its way into a wall or nothing? Right. You didn't feel like the the fact that it was attached now? Yeah. Um, We get the the black goo in the bed. We get a locked door with a silent on the other side. This is actually... Pretty pretty gnarly. They they have the, the the teen daughter locked in the room and can't get out. And then Andrea has the weird uh, Hellraiser monster in the bed with well, her. I thought we were going to get a ghost sexual assault. That's really where I thought we were going. Oh, sure, sure. I was like, oh, cool. This is going to be fun. And it wasn't at all. It was just yeah. she put her hand over into black goop and it was gone when the lights turned on. I thought we were going to get more nudity, honestly. I was shocked that we didn't. Yeah. I thought we were going to get that the weird 
ghost grope that they did in Invisible Man. Nope. Yeah. No, what's the the Invisible Man with Kevin Bacon? Hollow Man? Hollow Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a jump scare with Rusty. Uh, and 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 like yeah, this is where I wrote down. I was like, literally every time these two are together, I'm getting pornographic vibes. Weird, I did I not. Kid couldn't help it. Um, so he he was like, oh, I was out for a walk, and she's like, at three in the morning, and I was like, I mean, sure, it's whatever. It's mm-hmm. in high school, so we shouldn't, but like whatever. And then the next, and then we see the neighbor find her dog jammed into the pool, fill- like. He beheaded yes. that. Someone beheaded the dog and put the head. Like you cannot fit. Yeah. You physically no. cannot make. Like no. It's not going to fit. You have to cut off the head. Right. Right. Also, there's a swastika, a swastika? on the house across the street, which is like, what are we doing, Amityville Horror? Is this like a weird like the clock is a German? It's German made. Um, but like it wasn't like oh those are our Jewish neighbors, which would be a weird line right. to put in your movie. But like yes, yeah. It, give context. Honestly, I'm surprised it wasn't something like that's the Goldsteins. Uh, tr- that's all I needed. That's the Coens, the Silverbergs, like whatever. Um, yeah. And immediately everyone's like, "Oh, the delinquent kid over there painted the swastika." And it's like, "What has he done to like yeah. draw this ire?" Well, also the follow up is like the cops are like, "Oh, he's in school." Well. Have him give us a call when he's home and we'll come talk to him. It's like, boy, must be white, huh? Yeah, right. And then they don't talk. No one talks about the dead dog, right? Ever again for the rest of the movie. No, never mentioned. Not once. I was like, oh, it's going to be the. And then the, we're going to see the neighbor upset about her dead dog. Well, that's what I thought it was. Yep. I thought it was a crowd for the dead dog. And then the camera pans to the swastika. And I was like, whoa. Woo-hoo. <laughs> it's also very funny that both of us were more like shocked by the painted swastika and not the beheaded fake dog. Well, I ex- I come to expect um, our dead. Anim- I just wasn't expecting anti-Semitism in this movie, yeah, so it was dead a dogs surprise. are like a thing that sometimes happen in horror movies. It's not super common, yeah. but it's not wild to picture. Yeah, a random painted swastika when there's no talk of Judaism right. is. An out-of-pocket thing to do, Amityville. I was honestly the only logical reason to have the swastika is if later some Jewish prayer is how you fix it. Yes, that would have been great. It was a German clock, and the only way to foil it was a Jewish Baruch Hashem Adonai. Yeah, exactly. I'm always partial. I'm more partial to Dianu. I think Dianu is a banger. I say that all the time (laughs) to my Jewish friends. Like, what's your favorite part of the Seder? Oh, I love Dianu. I love a, Brisket. Dianu is a, is a good, it's a good song. Yeah. I mean, it's like catchy and fun. Yeah. I well, remember it. So is, so is uh, Hava Nagila. That's a catchy one. I feel like the yeah. popular uh, Jewish songs are pretty catchy. Uh, we have the dad going full Pepe Silvia, like drawing the Amityville house in weird ways. Like, And then there's continuity issues because we see over his shoulder in a wide, there's already a drawing on the paper. And then- the next shot is a blank piece of paper of him drawing a house, uh-huh. and then it pulls back to a wide, and it's a different drawing of it. Like, nothing makes sense. Yeah. But it's like the clock is making him draw the Amityville house. Because the the people out in Long Island wanted a timeless feel, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's pretty silly. And then her boyfriend, the psychiatrist, shows up, and, like, she's for some reason, decides to introduce oh, him. Oh, also- 
Also, we get the double hallway with like two different shades of blue and a weird piece of molding down the middle. Oh, yeah. So in terms of crazy interior design. Sorry. <clears throat> For some reason, she's like, let me introduce this guy to these kids. And I'm like, this is a choice. Like if they're in the room, sure. But she like takes him upstairs to go knock on the Rusty's door. And when Rusty clearly wants nothing to do with this guy, this fucking psychiatrist Jamoke goes, I hope you and I can have a dialogue and open up to each other. And it's like, my brother in Christ, what relationship do you think you're supposed to have with the kid of your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend? So I thought he said, uh, open up a little dialogue, meaning the woman brought him in to psychoanalyze the kid because she was worried he was like a murderer in training. Oh, well, that's would have been great for some clarity there. I didn't think it was like, I didn't realize he was the boyfriend at first. I thought he oh. was just like a psychiatrist that she knew that was coming no, in. Yeah. And also, he shows up with Laotian food, which is insane for 1992. I mean, cool, fun, exciting. Laotian food's good. Yeah. But in d- delightful that he's like, ooh, Laotian food I brought. Like, wow. Like, I was expecting some Kung Pao here, you know? Which, and then, I, But like, when I'm in a stressful situation, I would rather have the Kung Pao. Well, of course. But truly, it's the fried rice. <laughs> I do the I do a, I always do a fried rice. But the I'm a low main guy. I, but I, the, I, I do that too usually. I do both usually. <laughs> but the the thing I want to highlight here is the this dude is performing the absolute shit out of this character. Like it's an annoying bad character, but this smug douche I performance think that's what is was con- excellent. The performance is excellent, but the character is confusing because it's like. Andrea likes this guy? Right. It doesn't make this any sense. This feels like a Judge Reinhold performance. Uh-huh. Yeah. Judge. Judge Reinhold. Sorry. Um, also, we cut back to the dad, and you can smell this leg wound. It is so Foul. disgusting. Yeah. Uh, the, the pompous uh, boyfriend threatens to have the dad locked up, uh, and they're like having this fight over it, and she smells smoke, or I guess she sees the flickering. Well, they they do the the, out- the light, the yellow orangey light. They flash mm-hmm, it on their faces, mm-hmm. to let the audience know there's a fire. And we go outside, and sure enough, this hedge has been set on fire. We but whose hedge is it, Trip? This guy, who's- it's motherfucking Dick Miller, baby. <laughs> it was like, where has he been for this whole goddamn movie? The the quality of acting in this movie. It's if you if you were to draw the bell curve. Like a bar graph. Yeah, it's like if you were to make a little like, you know, graph with, you know, the spike when Dick Miller comes on screen and brings some gravitas for like 85 seconds, I want to say is how long he's on screen. I was so angry that you got you clearly, clearly wearing his own coat, by the way. It's the same coat from Gremlins. Like, yeah, but I'm just the it's basically like if if someone makes you dinner and it's bad and awful and they're like. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to order, you know, your favorite food from your favorite restaurant. And instead I made this terrible thing. You're like, well, if you didn't tell me that, I would have had a different perspective. This movie was fine. Also, you then showed me you had Dick Miller this whole time. You had uh, Dick Miller in the pantry the whole time. How much could it have cost to get Dick Miller to do a little more on this movie? Like, I love Dick Miller, but he's not like a hard get. But also, I guess I don't know what character he would have played. This one, just make this guy the old lady. <gasps> yes, yes. <laughs> just, get, just, just like put I, Dick I, Miller in the movie. That would be very interesting to see him in like a spiritual, spooky kind of role. He maybe it's not spiritual and spooky. Maybe it's just like he's more. He'd be more legend, creepy I'll German guy. 
or even it's just like, oh, I, 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 I know this or story. Hold on, and he like either. he's he's got a book, and his grandmother told him the story when he was a kid. Krampus, exactly. Yeah, outrageous, unbelievable. Yeah, I was like, Offensive. you've the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> we could have had Dick Miller in here. Make him a hand. I don't give uh, a shit. Put him. He sh- if you if you if Dick Miller is not in fifty percent of your movie, not speaking, does have to be speaking. But if he's not in 50% of your movie, go back. Hit the backspace. Figure it out. When your movie when your movie is Amityville 1992, Cole, it's about time. That is 100% correct. Also, Dick Miller, like the epitome of character acting. Yes, by yes. The way. I f- yeah, I can see that. But, but like, like the guy. Yeah. I believe he's on the poster of that, that documentary we talked about. I thought it was Judy Greer on the poster. <laughs> but I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh. I wasn't saying literally. I was, I was saying like, pretty like, sure it's Judy Greer's the guy face. on the poster. Um, yeah. But like. The amount that Dick Miller is in Gremlins is the exact amount of Dick Miller I want in any Dick Miller movie, if not more. Sure, yeah. You can put more yeah. than that, but you can't put less than that. We'll have to do Piranha one day because his his version of Mayor Vaughn as the sheriff in that is delightful. Ah, yes, please. Uh, so we Rusty is maybe a Nazi. We're not sure. They keep saying that because they think accused of it. They think he did it, but they've shown zero. Maybe in 1992 it was more shorthanded that he was. Like a punk and a delinquent and a Nazi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean, he's wearing a, he's wearing a shirt that you would have to buy at Hot Topic. So yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, the shitty boyfriend is like using his psychoanalytical business on the partner, which is so garbage and unhinged. Yeah, um, but what I will say in defense of this guy is he goes he's downstairs. Right, I will say he's correct. In yes, it's garbage. I mean, she's fully. But he's correct. She's fully being taken advantage of, so it you know not incorrect. But my man puts his pie in the microwave to heat it up, and you know what? While well, I wait, I'm gonna have some ice cream. I and like the way he thinks. He, but he pulled the ice cream and the pie out at the same time. It wasn't like while I wait, while I no, I'm planning to yes. have this while it heats up. He's also wearing, although it does look like a raspberry sorbet or something, which yeah, I was like, thought it was a strange not choice. Good. Yeah. It must be with the least the least favorite thing at Crafty. That's probably why. Yeah. They're like no one's yeah. going to eat this fucking yep. raspberry sorbet sherbet zero sugar nonsense. Um but he's in a in the green silk robe in his in a stranger's house ostensibly. Yes. Bold yeah. move, yeah. mon frere. Yeah. You <laughs> you should never have your balls just out <laughs> in someone's house. That you don't know. Yes. That's just a rule. Well, I, there's a good sect of the gay community that will do that. <laughs> because that's what Grinder is. Okay. <laughs> Fine, but not the scenario we're describing here. Um, I was thinking, because you spoke in, in the esoteric, you know. I'm just saying, you should not be wearing a stranger's robe with your, your legs hanging free, as it were. Yeah. Again, Grinder not doesn't count. Um. I assume there's not a lot of would you like to wear my robe. You never know. You never yeah. know. Maybe there's a roommate and you got to get to a bathroom or something. That's, you know. Um, but there's this really, this sequence I also enjoyed that um, because they keep showing this ceiling fan that I think had clear, like lucite clear ceiling. Yeah, blades. yeah, yeah. And like they, they're doing some Foley on that to be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the spinning fan blade. So I kept being like, oh, this is going to rock it off and slice someone's face off or whatever. Yeah, I thought his head was getting cut off. Yeah. Um, 
And then all of a sudden it slows down and then the microwave slows down and freezes. The the slowing down of the microwave beep to be like I loved the sequence. I thought it was really good. I did I didn't I didn't realize what was happening and then when I finally did I was like, "Oh shit, this is genius." It was really My cool. only complaint is that they showed a clear close up of the microwave at 13 seconds. It froze at 13 yes. seconds and when time goes back to normal, it's at 15 seconds and I was like, "Come on." Well, later we find out that this clock can just reverse time, so maybe that's part of it. Also, like, it, hey, maybe you should use that as a selling point. That you can be young and beautiful forever. Yeah. You know how many people would be like, sure. Yeah, absolutely. That would be much more interesting. Um, uh, there's this whole long. It's like a dream sequence, basically, where the it's a really good, tense, scary conversation. Yes, uh, although I did notice that someone on IMDb was like, um, they could re- incorrectly identify what the type of firearm is. Although it, he, I think he mentions the the name, the, the gun he's referencing, I think is the same one from Heathers, and it's not, they're not holding the same gun as in Heathers. Well, so this is like the very, I'm not a gun guy, but like, I know what James Bond's gun is. Yeah. It's a Walther PPK. Oh. And he calls it a Walther PPK, I'm pretty sure. But it is very clearly a German Luger, which is the other gun that I know, because it's very famously styled, and I've seen a bunch of World War II stuff. Yeah. But so he goes on this long rant about the gun and how, you know... Destructive it is, and are you fucking yeah, Andrea? Yeah, yeah, and like, whatever. And... uh eventually he pulls the trigger and all that all that happens is the like dream sequence ends and the the uh the psychiatrist boyfriend who has peed his pants literally i believe in well there's no pants that's true he peed this robe he peed Uh, the chair pad then has the microwave like beep beep your pie is ready yeah again it annoyed me that i was like you put so much effort to show me it froze at 13 and you couldn't yeah come on this is when we get the close-up on the clock and you see the tiny paper rip, which I thought was quite funny. Uh, we get uh, a gross... This is the wild... Gross sexual mirror sequence. Yes. This character is so a teenager. I, this actress is not. This character is a teenager. Yes. But what's happening in the sequence is that she and her reflection are having sex together. It's weird. It's very strange energy. And she. it's like... There's touching, and then you think that, like, the mirror thing, the creature is going to, like, reach out, but that never happens. And then it it ends with her, like, uh, uh, sorry, you think that the creature is going to, like, yank her into the mirror or something. There's no yanking. There's Uh, grabbing. I misspoke. Yeah, I misspoke. Yes. But, like, the the hand comes out of the mirror and touches the collarbone, and then at the end, she collapses into, like, a sweaty heap while screaming, and it was just like, what the fuck is happening here? I was uncomfortable. But after this, she becomes like a little sex pot. So you're like, oh, she turns is it supposed to be like a hooter? Is it like the the mirror person is like the opposite of her? So she goes from like prim and proper to like a hooter, as you say. So it's like, did they? She, it looks like if Madonna did an ad for Working Girl, is what she looks like. Sure, That's yeah, it. she's wearing yeah. like a, which would be about this time a shoulder shoulder padded blazer and big hair, and then like a. Uh, uh, two thick belts as as a bandeau and a skirt. Yes, and then the brother is like immediately into her, which is so bizarre. Well, there's also so she collapses to the ground and picks up her hand, and there's black and the black goop falls on the mirror. Mm-hmm. And then we just smash cut to breakfast, and I was like, what, what, what? Yeah, 
And so she comes out to breakfast in this like you know tube top and what leather it, tube top and short skirt, yeah. which is like clothes this this character absolutely did not own. BT dubs. No. Um. Where, where was the, the where brother, was the Batman Returns sequence of her cutting up her clothes? The brother is like full on Tex Avery wolfing, and I, I at my note I was like, oh my god, what's happening? Oh wait, shit! There's always incest in these, these fucking movies. Um. So then we cut to brother. This is this is where the kid, by the way, is eating the complete breakfast. He has complete cereal, toast, yeah, orange juice, glass of it's milk, like, cup of coffee. I I don't think it's there, but you can practically see the the jagged, the 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 petal cut orange, half an orange. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He perfectly explains what's going on to Andrea, who is like, "What do you know?" Yeah, and it's like, okay, come on, because she's. I think for a second, maybe it's later. She's like. Now she believes that something is evil, and then all of a sudden she's just being a bitch about it. Maybe this comes later. Also, his only thing is like, we should just leave the house and spend a night. And it's like, I know, I know, like in the logic of the world, you're like, this kid's crazy, but like, what's the harm in spending one night at a motel to check? Or like at a friend's house. Like, you don't know, you don't have any relatives. Right. So he goes to hang out with creepy old lady neighbor, and yes, she asks him to describe the the castle room and boy the sound equalizing here is as bad as current movies it's yeah, literally it's, it's well, i think it was a crackle 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 <laughs> it has some wood crackle and i was like also we we find out in like a moment that what i'm describing is actually a device used to torture and murder children which is obviously very dark but it looks like there's a medieval foosball table it does look a little foosball-y um, the old lady neighbor has a picture of this room and somehow like encyclopedic like, yes. oh, this is the room you're describing. It's from 15th century France. And then she incorrectly says necromancer means is French for eater of the dead, which it's just it's just not. Yeah, it's not. It just isn't that. It's Latin it for that. divining the dead. That's what it means. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, yeah, you're looking back in time, um, you know. You, you, you know you gotta figure that out rusty tries to go get more information meanwhile this lady goes for a walk and there's she, an old school di- diaper di- uh, diaper delivery truck which i saw like multiple reviews online people call this an ice cream truck and i was just like why do you think there's a stork on an ice cream truck dummies or the fact that he says here are your diapers ma'am like yeah he says his job Right, it's not like he's giving this lady a fudge sickle. He's she's giving also, him ice cream men don't get out of like their truck. Fudgesicle. Right, they don't hand no. deliver. Well, I right. guess they do from the they, truck. They lean they lean it over out of the truck. Um, the house also showed up in the history book for the na- old lady neighbor mm. for a second. The like mm-hmm. original Amityville house, and then she tries to call Rusty, and Andrea won't let him come to the phone because he's grounded for skipping school to hang out with her. And then this is where you were the sequence where she comes out of her house and like there's someone with a leaf blower. And I was like, is this supposed to be significant? And then she just starts like walking. We're in doing we're doing like final destination stuff. Yeah. Like, and it, oh, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And she's like starts walking in the middle of the street. And I was like, well, that's a weird choice for her. And her cane gets like swallowed up a little bit by the the earth by the gravel by the pavement it's like the black goo traps her cane and the whole time i'm watching this i'm like lady just let go of the fucking cane like i know you need him but move so there's a diaper truck barreling towards her and i'm like i get it that when you're old falls can be dangerous you know what else can be dangerous a diaper truck 
Right. Like, that one seems more dangerous. Or, or any truck if your cane is melted to the street. And because she's like, help, I need help. And she's like trying to pull her cane out and she sees the truck coming. I was like, lady, come on. Like, you got to work with me here. Yeah. Just get out of the way. Let go. And eventually she, she does. does. She does get out of the way. Yeah. And then the stork that, I'm sorry, that stork was flush. That stork was fucking plush. That was not a metal stork. You could see it was yeah. wrapped in like felt and fur, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, it becomes like a weird avant-garde driveway decoration metal sculpture, and it's like creaking back and forth like it's on a like a, a spring spring or something. Yeah, and then it's like way back, way forward, way back, way forward. And the lady's like, "Hi, thank God I survived behind this pillar." And then she finally clocks what's happening, and the thing comes plunging off and crushes like you, through her chest. Come on, oh, you couldn't move out of that, lady. Uh, Rusty goes sneaks really out wild. rather than calling her back he sneaks out and goes to her house for some reason her patio furniture is smashed up i don't yes. know why that was happening yeah, to frame rusty i guess the evil wanted to do that so he the then, tiny little the tiny little clocks came out of the other <laughs> clock and scurried over there um he sees the clock in two of her like engravings in the book mm. and then the cops show up and i was like oh rusty's in jail now except nope because mm. immediately he gets out of jail we don't we don't ever see that yeah, completely, completely nonsensical. Obviously, it's like a scene that they had and then they cut yeah. and it was just like, eh, just put him in the house. And then we cut to Jacob. Also, it's in- funny. It's fun. It, like, just in terms of like, you know, why? It's just like, just cut from him learning what's in the book to the next scene. Like, just don't have the cops. The co- cut the cops. Cut the whole cops. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Jacob is now living in Grey Gardens. His room, <laughs> you can smell his He's room got- through the TV. Oh, yeah. And the wound is, like, completely disgusting There's, like, at this eight point. plates got- of half-eaten food that's, like, molded over. On the bed, like, just scattered around like a nest. Yeah. And Andrea is not responding appropriately. No. She's, like, she, like, kind of walks, like, high knees over. sort of Like, that hustle you do when you see there's a car coming and you're in the crosswalk, but you're not actually trying to move faster. Yeah, the fake the fake shuffle. Yeah, she does that, and then she's like, oh my goodness. All right, I guess I'll call the doctor. And it's like, there are a hundred other things in my head right now, ma'am. Yeah. And and while call the doctor is the correct move, perhaps not this phone, you know? Yeah, because he jumps up and strangles her with the cord. Yeah. And then she clocks him with the phone, which is a pretty good move. The, the base of the phone. Yeah. And then her psychiatrist boyfriend shows up out of nowhere and i thought he was going to be evil and then yeah sure we smash cut to she's like oh i'm so scared and he's like it's fine you'll be fine i'm a psychiatrist we smash cut to jacob tied up face down head the wrong way on the bed and his feet tied to the headboard and i was like yes i i know we said we don't this movie longer i'll let this movie (laughs) be 90 seconds longer to show me that fucking scene Right. Why is Jacob tied face down like this? And the what wrong are you way. To do with him. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that part I could see because otherwise his head would have been in the, the leg goo, perhaps. But it's very strange. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, meanwhile, we have the daughter. And they shoot him up with Thorazine gate. also. Oh, yes. He does the Thorazine shuffle. Um, the daughter comes home with the boyfriend and starts doing like. She's like, close your eyes and then come find me. And she starts leaving him like a trail of clothes, but it's very practical. Like, I feel like the trail of clothes is supposed to be like kind of sexy, like it's lingerie or something like that. This is like 
one shoe, then the other shoe, then his Letterman jacket. Like, by the time he comes in the house, he has an arm full of very bulky clothing items. He's got a laundry basket on the hip, like Reba, in the the, the opening uh sequence of her show. Yeah, she's, like, taking off her, like boring athletic socks and then like uh you know the the other the other clothes she has on her like i guess more sexy but we finally get to her she's and, um, on she, a we, fucking we train in, table i couldn't believe that she because we saw the silhouette and i was like we is you that see a the fucking the tra- model the train, train going set? around you hear it and you're like yes oh. yes yeah I, well and there's like a mountain too like a very classic train set mountain and i was like is she on a fucking train set have there is, been any there other train, train table set? mentions this entire movie no nope. And, like, the dad is an architect who makes little models, which I'm not sure, like, how much that actually was a thing, or if there was, like, people who made the models for architect firms. I think it was, I, like, think, okay. I think they did, because that was also a thing in um the Brady Bunch movie. He, like, made the models. Yeah, yeah. And, well, it's like, I know I've seen it in movies, I just didn't know how much it was real, but it's like, okay, I could see this guy being into model trains, but it's not like it was part of the movie. And so she's just laying on this, like, green felt. In the middle of a train goes, table, like, as a train goes around her like a fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> With like the little, I'm imagining her like going down there with the little bottle of the fake smoke, or stuff she's and got the she's got the conductor's hat and the and the oh, wooden yes. whistle. She should absolutely be wearing the white lingerie with the train conductor's hat and a wooden whistle and being yeah. like all aboard, toot toot. And then that's a hundred percent what should happen. Yeah. I'm sad that it doesn't. Uh, she makes her boyfriend strip, and boy oh boy, is that a bulge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this because the camera this got does a, heat. a pan down to his oh, body because yeah. he gets stuck in yeah. goop he gets gooped and like like liquefied i guess he sinks into the floor much like the blob remake because he's like out it burns it hurts and then his face is like all fucked up and smushed the face part is gross it's really gnarly it, so i haven't seen the whole movie but there's a movie called like um society from the 90s yeah that has this i've not seen it. i think yeah i it might even be an 80s movie i know the movie we're talking about but it I has the same it. kind of gross out vibe yeah yeah um uh meanwhile the boyfriend is in the tub and the psychiatrist he's boyfriend got his is eyes in the tub. closed yeah but like the it starts putting goo in the tub and it's like big blops and plops it's just like if i was eyes closed in the tub I, I know when the water is doing the like plink 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 mm-hmm. like I that is something that I might have to open an eye and make sure it's not on still and you hearing plump 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 plop and like, it, so come it's on also, dude it's mud it's like mud coming out of the tap and then jelly yeah. on his face so I was confused yes it was very clearly black jello on his face. oh yeah 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 uh he uh, an arm reaches out of the jello and he throws himself across the bathroom and tries one single time to open the door and can't and then looks at his hands in disbelief and i was like am i supposed to read something into this i thought that was him saying i my hands have black goo all over them even though they didn't yeah but like why aren't you still trying to open the door and like he literally he tries once and he's like this pocket yeah. door is stuck first of all pocket door locks can go to hell i, I hate them so i much. hate pocket doors i hate all pocket doors get him i out. hate pocket doors i hate pocket door locks more than i hate pocket doors all stupid. Uh, so Inside Out Boy grabs at him from the goo. I don't know if you clocked that, but it's like basically Inside Out Boy. Well, I thought it was Bloody Jacob. No, it is, but it looks like Inside Out Boy from Nickelodeon who went over the bar and turned inside out. You can see all like the veins oh, and purple right. shit. Oh, you're right. I forgot about Inside Out Boy. 
Um, dad is losing it. There, sh- they now... show a close up of the clock, the, a demon face coming out, and I was like, "Yes, I know that I know what a demon is. <laughs> I'm aware." But like, and the the dad meanwhile is made of a little village of like a hundred. He's done a fucking Beetlejuice. Yes, he has, including the swastika and graveyard uh, gravestones for all the family members. And Andrea's looking at this, and she sees her boyfriend like hanged outside the house. A little model, model of her boyfriend. Yes, and then she hears the thumps and goes to the window, and sure enough, there is her boyfriend hanged outside the window. Good reveal. Yeah, it was. Um, and then Rusty see Rusty goes to his sister's room because he hears her like calling out for help. And I really like this moment because the walls are covered in bloody handprints, which didn't really make yes. a whole lot of sense. Because where is that blood coming from? No. Yeah. And because it's flashing red and blue lights, the handprints keep like disappearing from the walls, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. It is really cool. She's uh, trying to bone. Lisa is trying to bone. And meanwhile, Andrea is trying to get out and like is banging on the door and the cops can't hear. Yeah, the cops show up and they from their perspective, the house is empty. Um, Lisa, Lisa is like, I know you want me. And she sticks his tongue in her ear or sticks her tongue in his ear. I don't know if this is actually Lisa's tongue or a prosthetic, but it is super long tongue. It's probably a prosthetic. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some people have freakishly long tongues. Yeah. And. This is the moment where I, I literally sometimes midway through writing a note, the movie knows I'm writing a note about it and and shifts gears because yeah. uh, Andrea is like, Jacob, I know it's you. I know you're in there. And I went, are we really still trying to reason with a possessed? And as I wrote the word possessed, yeah. she she like brains him with a candlestick and then beats yes. the shit out of him. And I was like, oh, freak out. It's awesome. Yeah. Lisa or Andrea is great. Like she's a very smart character yeah. the whole time. It's like nice, nice writing of this character that she's not a moron. Um, um, Rusty kills his sister with an amp cord, which is a new one. Yes, but also it electrocutes her, and it's like there's no electricity in that cord. I had that thought. I was like, well, wait, what? I don't. That doesn't seem correct. Like you can get electrocuted by the cord that goes into the guitar, but not the good headphones. Like what are we doing here? Yeah, but it's fine. Whatever. It looks cool. Um. Andrea gets thrown through a, a glass table, which is really nice. Yeah, great stunt. The dad gets stabbed in the gnarly leg, which is in the really leg wound. disgusting. And then, so, yeah. as Rusty's lying in the living room, he gets up and starts to run, and we see the clock go backwards, and I was like, well, nothing is yes. happening. And, like, they do some weird visual effects as Rusty's running, but I was like, well, okay, that's stupid that you showed us that. Yeah. Um, And then, all of a sudden, Rusty's a baby. Yeah. That's what that meant. Yep. And Andrea is like, you're going to let him out. Do you understand me? And the clock does let the baby leave. <laughs> I was leave. like, why? Why is the clock listening why? to her? Right. You're like, who are you? And it's like, I thought it was going to be like, you can keep me, but let him go. Yeah, I but did she too. doesn't say that. Because she says, that mommy will be right outside. And I'm like, you are not his mother. Right. I, 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 need, I need to know that movie. I need to yeah. know this. Yes. Um, And then. I did like this visual. She starts like beating the shit out of the walls with like the architecture stuff. Like uh, it's like the ruler with the swirl. It's, a, a ar- it's an top. architectural square. It's not a square though. It's a long thing. Squares are the triangles. I thought. Uh, I believe it's called a drafting square. When I took drafting in ninth grade, that's what they called it. Oh. And it's for making straight lines on your paper. Yeah. So that's why it's a square. Well, I thought squares were the triangle ones, so that you could get a. That is also a carpenter square is a triangle. Oh well, okay. Yeah. 
So she swings that right and misses the clock entirely. And I don't know if she was aiming for the clock or not. It's not immediately clear. Yeah, it's hard to tell. But the the this reveal is very cool. I fucking love this. She like rips away the wall and the whole house is a clock now. Yeah. Like the yeah. gears is and literally the springs. made of a clock. And it's, it's yeah. so cool. Also, they make her an old lady inexplicably for well, two seconds. Because the clock it's starts like going forward. No, I know. I know what it is. But there's just... A random shot of a different actress who's an old lady being like, what am I she doing She literally here? turns and just stares down the barrel of the camera. But she, I know, it's crazy. She gets old lady-fied, and then she blows up the house into the Necronomicon portal from all the Evil Dead movies. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she was young again, and I was like, what? And then, and fucking then, the doorbell rings, and it's Jacob coming home from his business trip from the beginning of the movie. Are you kidding me? I would be upset with you if it didn't like I thought it was oh it's an infinite time loop she's just gonna have to keep living this over and over like she's trapped in hell but instead she takes the clock out of his hands and utterly destroys it which is amazing massacres this clock um and then and I was just like burn it too man come on Mm -hmm. so she and she like cries and runs out of the house with her bags and he goes what was that what was that about and she turns over her shoulder and goes it's about time. And I was like, are we cutting the... Cr- are you, you are not... You're not needle drop. We're like, this is not CSI or NCIS Las Vegas. She puts her sunglasses on and it's just yeah! like... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, instead, she puts her sunglasses on and then Rusty and the old lady, very clearly knowing that they survived a time loop, make like a, well, what can you they do go, face to each goes, other? Oh, fuck. I thought I were done. He goes like, evil, evil's inside. Or evil lurks or something. And I was like, what? Yeah. What does that mean? I thought it was going to be like the clock was behind him. Like, <laughs> like it reformed <laughs> itself like the T-1000. Uh, and yeah, that's the end of uh, Amityville 1992 It's About Time, which is a ludicrous title for It's movie. About Damn Time. So much fun. I was delighted by how stupid this was. I could yeah. not get enough of it. Really, really entertained me. I heartily recommend this. It's currently on AMC Plus, I believe. And it's on Tubi with only like two commercial breaks. Oh, nice. That's great. Um, So yeah, I I heartily recommend this. It's bizarre and weird. And I think if you like this show, there's a high likelihood you'll get something out of it. Yeah. Um, Fun and weird and strange in in all the good ways that I like. Like just totally unhinged. Um, Yeah, I heartily heartily recommend very very fun and silly it's a fun one and much, it's easily accessible much like yeah yeah for sure and short which is nice um we will be back in two weeks with silent night deadly night four so it'll be four newary yeah. uh, <laughs> uh so uh you can track that down for for our next episode don't forget to say hi to us on facebook or at dissect the 80s on twitter uh, for more than 20 bonus episodes, visit patreon.com slash dissecting the 80s and, and go check that out. Uh, get all the, the delicious extra content there, including our recent uh, commentary on a bunch of Nickelodeon game shows, which was quite a lot of fun. So go check that out. Uh, thank you so very much for listening to the show. If you haven't done it yet, please review us. We read those on the air. It's been a little while. So go go review the show wherever you get it. Thank you again so much for listening. I've been Trip Lano. I will always be Andrew Lano. Until next time. Don't you forget about me. Dissecting the 80s is a chum sum of this production. Ow.